Welcome to the Talking with Tata podcast. I'm your host, Andy Schneider, also known as Tata. And today we are meeting with Arielle Saboni, who is the fashion director of Ready to Wear at Bloomingdale's. A few things that you're going to learn from our talk is how she's very intentional and thoughtful with her children and how she really wants them to be able to contribute to society as they get older. She is a working mom and professional. She is an incredible job at Bloomingdale's and a few tips and tricks of how she manages to do it all. She actually said something that was pretty impressionable, which was, you might be able to do it all, but can you do it all well? And I thought that was just a great quote for the podcast of how you guys are going to learn that you might be running from nine to five, but can you really do everything with intent? I would say that I definitely can't do it all. It is really, really hard, but I I try my best, right? And I think that you have to be comfortable with the fact that like nothing is ever gonna be perfect. Like you're not gonna make every school function and you're also not gonna be able to make every single meeting at work, right? So I try and do my best to do as much as I can at both. Mm -hmm. But I think success for me is now defined as obviously my kids being happy, right? That's first and foremost, but also like, I want them to be good members of society in the sense that like, I want them to treat each other well as siblings. You know, I want my daughter to be able to go to school and be empathetic and make friends, be Mm well-adjusted, I'd say. And I think that's really important for kids. And I think that that comes from being present as a parent, which is hard when you're working. And she also gives us some great tips for style, for kids, for yourself. And I'm very excited for you all to listen. Every week, we are going to have Tata's tip of the week, and this week is to articulate. When in conversation, we all tend to speed up, we talk very fast, we mumble at times, and your child learns from you. You want to be able to model the perfect speech, which is not easy, but a few tips that I have for you are to speak slowly, overemphasize, meaning over-articulate, move your mouth more. Your articulators are your teeth, your tongue, your lips, your jaw, your cheeks, move them. So when speaking with your child, whether they are two days old or 15 years old, over-articulate, enunce, and speak a little bit slower than you typically would, which I'm not expecting that's going to be done at all times, but especially when your children are young and impressionable, you want to use the best speech as possible. And that is our tip of the week. I'm very excited for you all to listen to Ariel's advice for us today, and here it is. Hey, so I'm very excited to have you on, Arielle. Arielle Saboni is the fashion director of Ready to Wear at Bloomingdale's. Well, the two of us basically met about a year ago when you came to my house in the Hamptons and you were looking for a class for your son. Yeah. So now you have two kids, Reed and Miller. Oh, I have a daughter who is almost three and I have a son who is 18 months, so. And they are very cute. Thank you, but definitely have my hands full to say the least. Yep, so 18 months working professional, it's not easy. Basically the perfect example how someone manages to do it all. You are a working professional, a mom of two, very social, you travel a lot. So our listeners want to hear a little bit about how you got into your field, and um, let's start there. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me, and that was the nicest intro ever. (laughs) 
How I started, I will go way, way back, start with college. So I went to college in the city and being in the city, I was afforded the opportunity to intern a lot. So my first two years, freshman and sophomore year of college, I interned at Teen Vogue and I absolutely loved it. I never wanted to leave, Mm -hmm. but I kind of felt like I had to force myself to do something else and like see what else is out there. You were like the Lauren Conrad of (laughs) the Hills going to Paris. You had to make the decision. So at the time I was interning there, the Hills was being filmed. Emily Weiss worked in the office. Like it was the glory days of Teen Vogue and I absolutely loved it. Like what was there not to love? Mm -hmm. But I thought to myself, I was like, this is too good to be true. This isn't like it. I need mm-hmm. to see what else is out there. So I kind of, you know, entered at NBC, New York One, from there went into politics, actually moved to DC and worked on the Hill. So I was kind of all over the place for a long time wow. and ended up having to find my way back to fashion, which came when I was working in finance <laughs> after college. And I was spending all my time like on blogs, reading magazines, which was always me as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom says it was no surprise to me that you went into fashion. Mm-hmm. Like I was just fashion obsessed from a young age. And my mom actually was a buyer, was her first job out of college. Wow. So I feel like it's in my blood. I think that What led me back to fashion is when I was in finance, I was like, okay, I do love the analytical aspect of the job, but Mm -hmm. I want something a little bit more creative. So I decided to try my hands at buying, applied to the Bloomingdale's executive development program, which still exists today, Mm -hmm. and became a buyer from there. Went through the program, which is about six months. Okay. And then you kind of rotate every year. So you're an assistant buyer, senior assistant buyer, ultimately with a goal of becoming a buyer. I did that for about five years. And then what's great about Bloomingdale's as a company is they're really encouraging letting you move around and trying out different areas of the company. Mm -hmm. So I moved into the fashion office, which is the editorial team. And Mm -hmm. that's what I do today. Wow. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your day-to-day For those who don't really understand or know as much about fashion, what is RTW? What are you doing from eight to six? RTW is ready to wear. And one of the reasons I love my job is because no day is the same, right? So it keeps it really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I like to explain my job as really touching the full life cycle of the product. So I'm involved in a lot of product development for our private labels. I go to market and work with the brands to develop products and also see what's on their line. And then I know that it's coming in in about six months from there. During those six months, we decide how we're going to market the product, what the trend messages are going to be for our customer, and then ultimately shoot the product, see it in advertising and on our site, Mm -hmm. and then to see it selling. One of my favorite parts of my job is to check our selling weekly and see everything that our customer is yeah, interested in, what's working, what's not working, and why, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the most interesting parts. My favorite part of my job is definitely being in market. I love seeing product, touching product, seeing how different brands interpret different trends, I think is always really interesting. Mm -hmm. I get to travel for work, which is amazing, and I love that. But ultimately, I kind of think of myself as like a consultant for Bloomingdale's, where I get to set the trend strategy. So you're setting it. I've always actually been Mm -hmm. curious about that. Who's the one in the fashion (laughs) world who says, this is the trend for next season? Are you looking at just evolution of fashion, or are you saying, we like this, we're going to set the tone? I think it's a little bit of both, right? We look at the runways, we look at street style, and we develop 
uh, trend forecasts. Okay. Like three months before the runways even happen, mm-hmm. we look at all the trends that we're seeing out there and we're like, okay, which ones are the best for the Bloomingdale's customer, right? Because there are some trends that are really fashion forward that our customer might not get. She's definitely someone who wants something that's trend driven, but also wearable. And I think mm-hmm. that being that Bloomingdale's has a big business in terms of we cover men's, home, kids, women's. She is a woman that has a family, most likely, and she is looking for things that are versatile and can do it all. Mm -hmm. You are choosing some of the designers that are introduced to Bloomingdale's. Are you? Okay. Mm -hmm. And do you think that any of the designers you've chosen have made a big influence into fashion and just our world at this time? Or are you really choosing just designers who match the trend? We're looking for a little bit of both, right? Like we always want to find designers who are new and up and coming, but we're also looking for designers to fill a trend or fill a void Mm -hmm. rather is what we're really looking for to kind of create a more well-rounded assortment for our customer so that everyone can find something at Bloomingdale's. One of the brands that I brought in was Perfect Moment. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was a buyer. They had first launched and we didn't have ski as a category and fashion ski was something that was really new. So I thought that that was something really exciting to offer our customers because it didn't really exist out there Mm -hmm. and we still carry it today, which is really nice. That's good to know. I'm going skiing in a few weeks and I am a Florida girl born and raised and I cannot make myself look good on a mountain. So... We'll talk after. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that, but there's plenty of brands for you now, so. Perfect. So you mentioned Fashion Week. What are the fashion must-haves that you think for the upcoming season and anything that our Tata moms and community can benefit from? I just finished New York Fashion Mm -hmm. Week for fall. So you want me to get into fall clothes or you want to talk about spring items? Let's do both. Okay. So we're going to start with fall because that's a little bit, you know, more fresh on the mind. What I loved about the runways this season was that there was really a return to wearability. The past couple of years, I think coming out of the pandemic, there was a lot of Y2K fashion Mm -hmm. and a lot of items that don't have a lot of longevity, for lack of a better word. They were really trendy and of the moment. I loved the runways this season because there were a lot of like car coats and great outerwear. There were trousers. There were blazers. There were actually a lot of moto-inspired styles. Still a lot of leather, a little bit of snakeskin making a comeback. So there were some really great trends. And I think seeing it in market, how it was outfitted was really interesting. There was a lot of monochromatic dressing, which I love, especially as a mom, because I think that it makes getting dressed so easy, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't really have to think about what you're going to wear. You could just say, okay, I'm going to wear a gray sweater. I'm going to put it with gray jeans and a gray coat. It's very know? Morgan Stewart, who is, love. <laughs> I'm not um, that good at fashion, but if I had to say yeah. I've been influenced by anyone, I'd say Morgan Stewart is my go-to. I love her. Yeah. I think she is like the patron saint of fashion. Yes, I agree. And she's a mom also of yep. two. So I love seeing what she wears. And mm-hmm. I think it's nice. It's definitely a little bit of a mix of both. Like she definitely gets dressed up at night during the day she's wearing things that are more casual. So it's nice to see how even when you're a mom, you don't have to lose your fashion identity, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. It's hard once you become a mom to figure out who you are once you become a mom and and what you should be wearing, I think, has, you know, a huge impact. So before we get into that, because I really want to hear your opinion on just dressing moms in general, Mm -hmm. um, what about the spring? Okay, so spring trends. One of my favorite things was crochet. It's another thing that's super easy. Like crochet pants are, I think, an item that everyone needs to have in their closet. And I love wearing it with a button down like you have on right now. So I think a button down is just a go-to item Mm -hmm. that you can pretty much pair back to anything to Mm -hmm. make it feel like a little bit more refined. Like I don't know that you would think that crochet pants are 
so refined. There were a ton of bright colors, matching sets, especially in crochet, but also in silk, which I love. Matching sets, I'd say, are another go-to item for Mm -hmm. a mom just because, again, you don't really have to think about getting dressed. Haley, your producer, has one on right now, (laughs) and it's so cute, and it's, I think, the easiest thing to wear when you're a mom. Those, I'd say, are more summer trends as you're leading into the transitional moment of spring to summer. We saw a lot of utility. So cargo pants, trench coats, and trousers. It was a big shift away from denim. This season, which I thought was interesting, I don't think denim is going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I just think that people are open to trying other types of pants. So trousers were a huge thing along Mm -hmm. with cargo pants. And I think that also speaks to comfort, right? Like people want to wear things that are a little bit looser. Mm -hmm. You're seeing obviously skinny jeans decline for the past couple of years now. People are gravitating to pants and dresses in general that that are more comfortable. What would be your top investment piece? I mean, I'm not yet a mom, so someone Mm. like me and then someone who is a mom and they might be, you know, our Florida look down here is just gym clothes every day. Mm-hmm. So what would you say would be the perfect investment piece or pieces for moms mm-hmm. um, or even just um, working women? I'd say a blazer for sure. Mm-hmm. It is trendy and also something that you'll have in your closet forever. Like that to me is a no brainer. White button downs are always things that are, yeah, just so Thanks. easy. <laughs> and I think those are great things if you're a mom and even if you're not a mom, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I think that, of course, when you're a mom and you get dressed, you're thinking about comfort. You're thinking about, you know, maybe not wanting to ruin your outfit, yep. <laughs> as I often do because my kids are very messy. Yep. I think that there's so much that works for both mm-hmm. that you don't really have to separate it. And you don't necessarily really have to have a separate closet as a mom. That brings me to my next question. I am on the floor. Mm-hmm. playing, you know, with Play-Doh and paint from, let's say, 9 to 12. And then mm-hmm. I jump on Zoom and I actually work with adults as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm working with stroke patients and then, again, going back to after school and working with arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. So how would you suggest someone like me elevate more than just wearing gym clothes? How can I look professional for my adult patients and then get back on the floor with the kids and have fun? Gym clothes, A, are totally acceptable. Mm-hmm. I just think it's how you wear them, right, and how you're styling yourself. I mean, instead of wearing, you know, aloe leggings, you could do a ponty legging, something that's a little bit thicker. Okay. But really, it is how you style yourself, right? So if you're wearing leggings, you can wear a t-shirt and throw a blazer over it, you know? And I think that you can, you know, take the blazer off when you're playing on the floor with kids. And then when you have your adult patients, put the blazer on, right? Are you wearing sneakers with it? Are you wearing, you know, a more refined flat? Ballet flats are something that are making a big comeback. Loafers are always great, I think, to wear with leggings. Mm -hmm. I think also if you're going to wear leggings, throwing a big sweater over it, you know, a little bit more polished Mm -hmm. is always a great idea. And I think even sometimes wearing a baseball hat, you know, Mm -hmm. makes it casual is prep has been a big trend over the past couple of years. It kind of just pulls the look together. Mm -hmm. I'd say on weekends, to be completely honest, I'm usually wearing wearing leggings, mm-hmm. a pair of like trendy sneakers, a sweatshirt, and I'll throw a blazer over it or a car coat, like something that's wool and simple to kind of pull it all together. Right. I think what's nice is, I mean, maybe not for Florida, but in New York, your coat can be your full outfit, Yeah. right? So if you have a great coat, that's really all you need. People aren't necessarily always paying attention to what you're wearing underneath and you're not always necessarily taking it off. So 
I'd say for people who live in winter climates, an investment piece on the fall 23 runways, it was literally all coats. I was so excited by the amount of coats that mm-hmm. I saw on market. There were car coats, there were moto jackets, there were puffers, there were quilted options. Wow. There was so much that I think it's really going to be about outerwear for next fall. Okay. And then what about shopping on a budget? So I know Bloomingdale's kind of has a big range. You can yes. buy the designers, you can really shop on a budget. Are you seeing anything out there that's not just extremely expensive? Or are you seeing just kind of a flow of prices? We always look for a range and we do a lot of private development in our opening price point. Okay. Which is something that I personally love working on. I think it is so fun. It allows you to create the trends at all price ranges, right? But something that I think is interesting is right now, J. Crew is making a comeback. Zara, I think, looks really good. Yeah. Mango looks amazing. So not to, you know, be a proponent of fast fashion per se. I think that you can get amazing trends. And honestly, before anyone else at these places like Zara and Mango. Mm-hmm. And J. Crew, I'm actually wearing J. Crew right now. I was going to say, I love mom. this. I sold this from my mom's closet. It's like J. Crew meets Chanel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's how you know it's a good piece, right? Yep. Like my mom, who is 65, would wear this. And I am also wearing it. So I think we look for pieces also that work for a wide range of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can find really good things out there. You just have to have the time to find them, which I think is always the hard part. So how would you suggest our moms in the Tata community, how, or even, I mean, me, whether I'm working with clients, my adults, my kids, I'm on a podcast, I'm not the world's busiest person, but I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I also want to look good. So where should I start? I honestly am a huge online shopper. Mm -hmm. That's what I do at night to kind of decompress. Mm -hmm. I sit on my phone, which is probably not great for helping me fall asleep. (laughs) And I I shop and I honestly, I window shop online. Mm -hmm. I'll look for a lot of things on Zara, on Bloomingdale's, on ShopUp, like a ton of different sites that I love that I think are easy and that offer a wide range of products. So, you know, I don't have to place a million orders. Mm-hmm. I'll look there. And then if I have the time during the day, I'll go into a store or I will just place the order online and do it that way. I think that online shopping is the most efficient thing for you when you're a mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. So has your style evolved since becoming a mom? I think my style has definitely evolved since becoming a mom, but I'd say it's also evolved even more by the fact that I'm getting older. Oh, interesting. So I think now I'm always trying to buy better and buy less, which is obviously hard to do when you work in fashion. And Mm -hmm. I'm around clothes all the time and just tempted by all of the amazing pieces that I'm seeing. I think for when I'm with my kids, I definitely want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. I usually am honestly in a sweatshirt and leggings, you know, and... Which is very easy to do in New York. Here, you can do it, but it might be 95 degrees. Yeah. I don't think it's appropriate for Florida weather. I mean, here I'd probably wear bike shorts and a button down would be my guess. And then like some kind of dad sandal Mm -hmm. and a hat because, you know, got to stay out of the sun down here. Protect your face. Yeah. Yeah. So as I get older, though, I look for pieces that are more classic, which also happens to be the trend right now. We're in a very minimalist cycle. So for me personally, like that is my style. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone is kind of shifting towards minimalism, but... I've been on that shift as I've gotten older because I've been looking for, you know, more investment pieces. Got it. And you had mentioned before we started the podcast that Bloomingdale's, you're now working with children. Yeah. um, And kids fashion. So Mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that and how you dress your daughter and son? Absolutely. So I recently took over at Kids, and I'm so excited about that because I feel like we have so much opportunity there. Mm -hmm. We have amazing gear right now for kids. You can get 
all of the best strollers, high chairs, all of that stuff. Oh, you sell it all. Accessories. Wow. Yeah. You can pretty much get everything. Mm -hmm. And so now we're adding a ton of brands. I think we need some more within like the clothing area and also tween fashion is something that's come up a lot and is something that's really interesting. Like it's a little bit, you know, above my head since my kids are little. Yeah. But all of these girls that are 10 to 13, like what are they wearing? So kind of diving into that a little bit, which has been exciting. Wow. But I'm super excited to take over kids and work with the kids buyers to to bring like an amazing assortment to our customers. So you go to the buyer and say, this is the trend or this is what we like, this is what the store needs. Is it their decision to then say, we agree, we don't agree? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So I bring them, like you said, a brand and I'll say, listen, like I love this brand. I All my friends' kids are wearing mm-hmm. it. I really think you should consider testing it. And they'll say yes or no, and they can do it in a small way to start, and then we'll see if we gain some traction, and then from there right. we'll we'll make it bigger or you know reevaluate. Like two of the brands that I gave them when I wasn't doing kids was Minnow, so Love that's Minnow. one everyone yep. knows and loves. Here's a perfect example. So the kids buyer at the time was resistant to Minnow because we hadn't sold rash guards well for kids in the past. Oh. And I was explaining to her, I was like, listen, like, this is all I put my kids in because you want to know what? Putting sunscreen all over a toddler's body is really mm-hmm. hard. And my daughter fights with me. So the less sunscreen I have to put on her, the better. And she was like, you want to know what? I'll test it. Let's see what happens. And it ended up doing so well for us. And she was like, you want to know what? I was wrong. She was like, I guess we were just buying the wrong rash guards. And so it really is about having a great relationship with your buyer and trusting one another and just being open and willing to test, like I need to push them sometimes and sometimes they push back. They're like, you know, I'm not comfortable doing this or, you know, whatever it is. So it really is kind of a balance. Mm-hmm. But I think there are so many great lines for my kids that I'm really excited to bring to Bloomingdale's. I dress them. My son is super easy, right? I think boys are pretty much in so sweatshirt cute. and sweatpants yep. all the time. I love One More in the Family for boys. I'd say mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite brands, Little Cosmo. He I mostly have in in sets Mm -hmm. just because it's easy, mostly Mm -hmm. knit sets or a sweatshirt and sweatpant. My daughter, obviously, I get to have a little bit more fun with because, you know, the girl's fashion is just more exciting. And for her, like, I'll buy her a couple special outfits every season, but she needs to have two wardrobes because she has her school clothes and then her, like, weekend wear. Uh And I don't know what she's doing in school. I mean, she's clearly having a great time because she comes home, like, covered in paint every single day. Mostly, like, leggings, T-shirts, sweatshirts for school. And then for, like, special occasions, she has a whole other wardrobe. And there's about 100 girls' brands that I love. Mm -hmm. Everything from Bonton to, like, Louise and Misha. Mm -hmm. Like, all the things that you find on Smallable. Like, the European brands, I think, are so much cuter. Even Zimmerman. I mean, she wears mostly Zara. Uh That's what she's wearing to school. I'd say all the time. Both kids, I'd say, wear a lot of Zara. So you're actually giving the advice that you're giving the moms. You're really giving to the kids as well. Mm -hmm. Wear something that can go from school to home or that can be washed or, you know, you might have a special occasion outfit versus just your day-to-day outfit. Yeah. It's really not that far off. No, I think it's – there's a lot of similarities. And I think when you become a mom, you have to, like, prioritize and you have to become efficient. So you're looking for things in your wardrobe that do double duty, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And do you think that motherhood has really changed your definition of success? 
you know, you're a working mom. Let's kind of bring it back to that. You you really are, I mean, extremely impressive. Um, you. You're very professional in addition to working with two kids, having a social life. You travel for work. You travel mm-hmm. with family. Um, I think recently I saw maybe a post of yours that said, this is a trip, not a vacation. I love that. <laughs> um, we use that reference in my family uh, a lot. Um, but how do you, you know, do you have any tips for moms or just even parents in general? What, you know, how do you do it? I would say that I definitely can't do it all. It is really, really hard, but I I try my best, right? And I think that you have to be comfortable with the fact that, like, nothing is ever going to be perfect. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not going to make every school function, and you're also not going to be able to make every single meeting at work, right? Right. So I try and do my best to do as much as I can at both. Mm -hmm. But I think success for me is now defined as, obviously, my kids being happy, right? That's first and foremost. But also, like... I want them to be good members of society in the sense that, like, I want them to treat each other well as siblings. You know, I want my daughter to be able to go to school and be empathetic and make friends, be Mm well-adjusted, I'd say. And I think that's really important for kids. And I think that that comes from being present as a parent, which is hard when you're working. No, I think that's great. I mean, I think what you just said, where you might not actually be able to do it all. It might look like you can. Oh, yeah. And I think it's pretty impressive everything that you do, but it's okay to miss something or not attend a meeting or Mm -hmm. mess up. I think the thing that's also important is having a – partner who is able to pick up when you're able some to, of the when, slack yeah exactly yep. when you miss something yep. so and he obviously works too he's my husband's very busy as well yep. so we'll trade off we'll say okay I can't do this can you do it mm-hmm. you know and at least as long as one of us is there I think that is great yes but and do you lean on your parents or family members I know I take care um, my sister and her husband do it all but I'm always there to kind of do the pickup if they're in appointments or whatever it is yeah definitely I'm thankful to have parents that are so helpful mm-hmm. and so involved and in-laws too mm-hmm. for sure when I'm on vacation or I'm traveling for work like they'll always come and stay just to help out because mm-hmm. it's really hard to do it alone yep. you know yeah no one can do it alone like it does take a village a hundred percent and I would say also that Instagram is definitely not reflective of how it actually is yeah I think Instagram can be extremely misleading yes. um which actually brings me to a good point I know that social media has had a huge influence on Mm -hmm. my business. I get clients there. I give tips to moms and just parents in general. Um, Has social media influenced your business professionally, socially? And, you know, I see you do a lot of TikToks, Mm -hmm. a lot of Instagram posts, which I think is incredible. And I think, you know, it's very helpful to people. Mm -hmm. You give tips or you say, this is what I'm wearing today and people can model after that. Yeah. Um, But would you say that's changed your career at all? Absolutely. It's changed how I do my career in the sense of that I use Instagram and TikTok a lot for forecasting Mm -hmm. and street style, but it has also helped me personally to, you know, grow my own brand, to post what I'm wearing and also to it's it's kept me really connected right because I can message a brand on Instagram and say hey like I love what you're doing like I'd love to talk to you mm-hmm. and they'll respond and they'll say okay email me here and we'll set up a meeting and I've brought in brands just from you know DMing them on yep. Instagram so it's but, the new networking I'd yeah, say yeah absolutely I'd say TikTok is definitely newer for me mm-hmm. I love it because I feel like it is more authentic than Instagram. But social media as a whole is hard to do because you really have to put yourself out there and really not care about the criticism. So I'm definitely still getting used to that. It's still new for me. I don't know if you're finding that, but it's it's hard, I think. Yeah. And I think a lot of people look at their follower, you know, the count of uh, how many followers they have or how many likes they're getting on a post when 
I think TikTok maybe is more just you're scrolling through, you're finding new mm-hmm. people. You don't know them, yeah. which I think is nice. Um, whereas on Instagram, I follow a certain amount of people. I think I know all of them. Right. And then you're influenced by that, um, which I think even with fashion, I think in a positive and a negative, people are very influenced by what other people are posting. Yeah, absolutely. So just to finish off here, um, since everything you've said has been incredible, Maybe give us one tip as to, I guess, styling kids and styling yourself. What would be your go-to? Ooh, that's a tough question. My daughter, honestly, I dress her like I dress myself, right? And I think that having a girl, it's really interesting because it's really interesting to see how perceptive she is. Mm -hmm. And she sees me getting my nails done, putting on makeup, and she wants to do the exact same thing. She walks around my apartment in, in... my shoes, you know, <laughs> they're like, yep, 20 stilettos. Too big. Yep. Yeah. I'm like you're going to break your ankles. But I think that it is really sweet to see how much she wants to do what I'm doing. And so she wants to dress like me too, right? Which is why I actually love Zara because a lot of the things that they are creating for adults, they'll also make in children's sizes. So I just bought her like the cutest leather moto jacket. Watching her in it like melts my heart because I'm like, you're a real person. And then styling myself, I think it's really different on a day-to-day basis. I want to be comfortable generally, Mm -hmm. but also a lot of it depends on my mood. Like, do I want to be wearing jeans that are so tight? Do I want to look more polished today? Do I have an important meeting? Am I running to a class with my kids? You know, so I think it really depends on what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. But ultimately, like, I just like to be put together, mm-hmm. kind of look like my outfit has a purpose rather than kind of, like, being all over the place. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I look fancy by any right. means, you know? So, like, I'm usually wearing a blazer and leggings. Right. So listen to your mood of the day, I guess. Yeah. And then just dress with purpose would probably be your mm-hmm. two big tips. I yeah, for whatever great. I'm doing yep. that day. So. Right. Right. All right. Well, this is great. Thank you so much. Where can all of our listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram and at TikTok at Ariel Saboni. It's A-R-I-E-L-L-E and Saboni is S-I-B-O-N-I. And I'm a big follower, so go and check out her videos. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun. Of course. Thank you all so much for listening to our Talking With Tata podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Talking With Tata, as well as our website, TalkingWithTata.com.